What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays? My name's Anthony, and this is episode seven of the Going Deep. Sorry, not the Going Deep of the Not After Thirty Blue Jay Edition. I'm very happy to make this announcement that this is actually one of two Blue Jay editions being released today. This is the first time we're doing it, and we're hoping for some good success. Guys, thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Thank you so much for helping our dreams come true. I'm joined by Bob Walker, a.k.a. Jesse, a.k.a. Waka Flocka, and I'm joined also, as always, by Mike Perconi, a.k.a. The Coach, a.k.a. Papa Coach. It is going down. Um, so thank you so much for this. This is this podcast strictly is the Blue Jays month of September in review. If you are a Blue Jay fan, you know that the month of September was heartbreaking for the Blue Jays. We failed forward into the playoffs and the playoff run is going. Now you might be asking, the playoffs are still going on. Are you going to be recording? The answer is why yes. We will have after this podcast, you can check out episode 8, number 53 of the Not After 30 podcast and the Blue Jay edition number 8 where we go back to back, just like Jersey said, we go back to back, we add in another 40 minutes of the playoffs up to this point. I love it. It is great. Thank you so much. Um, Check us out all on our social medias. Um, Find us on Twitter, NA30Podcast, on Instagram, at NotAfter30Podcast, old school email at NotAfter30Podcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook. We get the most action on there. So find us Facebook, Not After 30 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Really helping my dreams come true. Helping Ba, helping Mike, all of us at the at the NA30. Um, with that being said, check out, we still got a couple hats left. If you guys want a lid, you want the classic snapback, there's about six or seven dozen ready to be going. So let me know. I love you guys. Thank you so much. For things you do, you do. For things you can't do, you leave the legend. LA just scored. Nice. Welcome, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast. My name's Anthony, recording live from the Billy Shears podcast studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. With me, Bob Walker. Hello, hello. And the coach, Mike Bracconi. Hello, everybody. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Thank you, thank oh, you. Thanks. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, so long. Great time of year, right? Let's do this. Okay. All right. All right. So we got lots to talk about, but first, we got to... Shine some light on the people that are going to help sponsor this episode. We've got two brews in the house. Nice. We have New Ontario Brewing Company from North Bay, Ontario. This is our beautiful blonde ale. And we also have Great Lakes Brewery Pumpkin Spice Beer. Because? Because it's a season it's of pumpkin the season. spice. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you, I don't care how many basic bitches love pumpkin spice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be one of those basic bitches because I love pumpkin spice. Mike and I knew that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's, it's unwritten. You scream <laughs> basic bitch. It's, yeah. <laughs> in the most <laughs> monotone yeah, yeah, serious exactly. <laughs> If you had a basic bitch, I don't want to hear. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen, what can I pour you? Uh, I'll try this, uh, this North Bay one. Yeah, yeah I'm down yeah. for that as well. Right. I wouldn't mind a little bit of pumpkin later. Let's yeah. Yeah. Well, if Just top, top me off, bud, with yeah. the fucking pump. Well, uh, Dave corrected me on his um, homebrew that we had last time. Okay. Apparently, I was very way, good. I was way off on it yeah. um, from what he was talking about. Thank you, thank you. And no problem. And uh, but this here, this is the um, New Ontario's blonde. It's uh, it's quite great, and they also have a pumpkin spice lager, um, and it's really good too. But I drank it all when I was at the cottage, so it was good. It was fantastic. I should probably pour myself some. 
I'm not a big pumpkin guy, but I like it sometimes. I like pumpkin flavoring, just not overwhelming. Yes. Okay, yeah. There you pumpkin. go. That's exactly yeah, what that's it is. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. All right, Joe. Here we go. Boys? It smells nice, actually. I'm so glad we're doing this. Way too long. Way too long. Cheers. A- ALCS cheers. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so pumped up. This is the Not After 30 podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. All right. Here we go. We are live and direct in the cut. Let's make sure the volume's off on this. That's good. That's not bad. No, it's actually, right? It's got a nice yeah. Taste they do a yeah, great job. They do a great, great job. Thank you. Weird not after 30 <laughs> connection with the guys in New, New Ontario is one of the New Ontario brewers, I can't remember his name, but he's a big guy. Well, I was talking about the Not After 30 podcast, and I told him I was bringing on to the show. And he said, uh, oh, that's cool. I said, yeah, we do a show about craft beer. And he said, oh, that's really cool. I said, yeah, our beer guru is a guy that worked at the, uh, at the Jasper Brew Co., and he goes, oh, I work there. What's his name? I said, Aaron Chalupa. He goes, yeah, I fucking know Chalupa. I'm like, oh, my God. Mind blown. <laughs> we're everywhere. World's crashing together. That's so awesome. we're slowly taking over. Let's nice. get into this. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay, so this is episode seven, September in review. Ooh. Gentlemen, let's start with the predictions because it is sexy time, all right? <laughs> I'm, you must have won them then. Okay, <laughs> so how are we going to do this? Um, you know what? I, I got to start off with the most impressive the most impressive prediction. We talked about the starting rotation for the playoffs. Yes. Uh, really quickly, I said Hap Sanchez Estrada Stroman. Uh, Mike said Sanchez Estrada Hap San. Oh, sorry. Wait. Oh, Stroman. That must be Stroman because I wrote Sanchez twice. Oh, you you said San. He said Sanchez said twice. twice. Stroman wasn't even gonna. That's pitch. right. Yeah. So you were gonna do a three-man rotation. Yes. Jesse predicted the fucking future. <laughs> Jesse picked Estrada Hap Sanchez Stroman for the win. Congratulations, buddy. Beautiful prediction. Well played. I yeah, didn't so want to tell you guys, cheers. but I can actually see into the future. Oh, so. thank God. <laughs> tell it's me. Looking good. Yeah. I'm not going to surprise <laughs> it. I'm not going to spoil it. You don't want to write it? Yeah. Enough. Okay, so uh, September predictions went like this. Jesse, one of your predictions was Hap will get will be the first to 20 wins. Mm-hmm. I guess for the Blue Jays, technically the first to get to 20 wins. Yeah. Not in the league, though. So asterisk beside my wins. Yes, that's right. I'll give you a half point for yeah, that. Half okay, half point. Half point. Okay. Now, the, the more impressive one was you said the wild card won't be decided until the last game of the season, which I'm, I believe is true. I think that's fair. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're yeah, more or less two happened. for two yeah. for your... Yeah. That's, yeah. Three for three, really. And I actually wasn't looking forward to this. <laughs> I thought I was going to be way off. <laughs> you did well, man. You did well. Yeah. All right, Mike, you predicted that the starting left fielder would be... BJ, now known as Melvin Upton. I don't even know who starts in left field for us anymore. He started in left field. Did he? Okay. Like, so, new, I give you a half point. We have a new guy for, every two innings. Yeah, then, so, so I give you a half point for that. Yeah. Um, and then you also said that Double E would end the season with 45 home runs and 128 RBIs. And mm. I think he got, one, what, 42 home runs? Was 40, it? 42, yeah, 42 home runs. Okay. I didn't actually write down his RBIs, but... Probably shade under 120. Yeah, I think so, too. So, a little off, Well, but we slowed down a bit more than I think I thought, because I'm sure my other prediction was probably a little bit more positive than the record we ended up yeah, with. Yeah, our record predictions, I think, are yeah, I think way off. We are going to get into that. God damn. Okay, I said Donaldson will hit 40 home runs. He came close with 37. Not bad. I said Sanchez will win his next three starts. Um, I, he had two wins and a non-decision, so close, close. Yeah. Um, still didn't get any losses, which I'm okay with. Finished the season with 14 and three or 14 and two. 15 and two. Yeah. 15, 15 and two. And two. Okay. And of course, and so let's get into really quickly 
our predictions for this uh, for the month. Mike, you said fifteen and twelve. Mm. Jesse, you said sixteen and eleven, and I said fucking Homer seventeen and ten. <laughs> so Mike <laughs> wins with the fifteen yeah. and twelve. Yeah, Price is right. Nice. Yeah, That's the exactly. Worst. Oh. All right, so underbid me. Mm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, the start of the, the, the month of September was really bad for the Blue Jays. It was uh, fifteen, or sorry, eleven and fifteen, maybe the worst month they had all season. Uh, without question, we were, I think we were legitimately concerned in the last week whether they would actually make the playoffs. Or not. I I was honestly really worried going into that Boston series, like. It was in panic mode. Yeah, and you posted agree. that thing to Facebook, Mike, I and that was, was Friday, honestly yeah, what Friday. I'm thinking. I was starting to get. Like, I'd been fine up until that point. Yeah. Yes, we're not playing well, blah, 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 but, but we're okay. We've we've got built ourselves enough of a cushion. We kind of pissed away that cushion in that last like ten days, and uh, and we're very lucky to hang on to Boston. Actually, a lot of things broke our way. A little bit of luck in that last weekend. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. Um, so a couple of little minor stats in that. Okay. Um, I've been tracking all season how many one-run losses the Jays had. Yeah. And every month there is between four and six. This month, the month of September, only two losses by one run, which is, I think, a more scarier stat than good stat. Okay. Because that means they're getting either blown out by their losses or their wins. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. So, um, lost five series in September, which, uh, that is a horrible. Terrible. Five <laughs> series. So, if it is that that's like a... Eighteen games? No, it's more than that. Uh, well, five series. Let's five, say it's guaranteed three. ten losses. Right yeah, there, right? at least it should have been at least two for sure wins out of those five, maybe three. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they tied one series. Yeah, okay. And then they only won two series, um, which is again another scary stat. And then one of them was Boston. Yeah, yeah, one of them was Boston. And Seattle. I guess it was the Yankees. Yankees won Yankees. three and three. And they, three four, they right? split in Seattle. They split in Seattle, right? Um, but let's talk about that because that was the <laughs> craziest away series that the Blue Jays yeah. has, have ever played. You see them crying in Seattle oh, about it? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, Safeco Field, I, I was listening to uh, one of the guys on the radio yeah. say, could we just not airlift Seattle's Safeco Field and just transplant in Toronto <laughs> because it's a perfect stadium for baseball and just bring all those fans with Go to Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. Go to Vancouver, Washington, come back to Montreal. Mm. I I would love MLB to put a team in Vancouver. Yeah. Be interesting. I think all the all the best uh, weather Canadian kinda, players. Weather can be really crummy up against the ocean there. I noticed that when I was there in the summer. So you definitely have to have like a fully enclosed yeah. type stadium. But I think you could get oh, away you with probably that. do retractables. Yeah, still. you could do like yeah, one of those modern retractables. I, guess, I mean, yeah. whoever started that trend must be I don't know soon to be World Series champs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> whatever, man. Okay, cool. Uh, da, da, da. All right. So there's a blog that I read that I want to just give a little love to. Okay. It's called View from the Nosebleed Blog, and um, he basically uh, the the, uh, the writer's name is Michael, and he. Um, broke down the season really, really well. I'll forward it. I'll also put a link in the uh, in the feed for this. But I want you to check that out because it breaks down everything. We seem to forget half the players that play for the Blue Jays this season, including all of the bullpen. Like out of the bullpen, the guys that started this season with the Blue Jays, and the guys who finished complete night and day. We Except lost- Cecil. Cecil the, Lou. The mainstay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, guy, the lifer. The absolute lifer. The lifer, the lifer Aaron Luke. And Brett Cecil, Osuna. Other than that, everybody else is a transplant, yep. Yep. which is crazy. It is crazy. Um, but I, I just want to give a show a little love because a lot of the, the uh, stats and information that I took for this podcast and the next one came from the Nosebleed blog. Nosebleed blog. It's hard to say. Hard to say for me. Hmm. Okay. Um, so the Jays finished the season at eighty nine and seventy three, one win away from their the ninety win to win the East. 
prediction that everyone was claiming for, mm-hmm. which is insane because Boston ended up with 93 wins. Right. So still, I mean, even 90 wins wouldn't have won us the East. Boston was us last year. Mm-hmm. They went on that incredible run at the end and just took it by storm. Did I, did I ever tell you guys the pixie dust theory? No, no, I can't see it. Okay. So, I think I might remember if you said that about baseball. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. Pixie does, yeah. So uh, one of one of my close family friends, he's been a season ticket holder since 85. And he said last year the Blue Jays had the pixie dust, which means he couldn't do any wrong. Every bounce went their way. They would hit, you know, four or five home runs a game. Mm-hmm. Everyone was happy. Everything was great in the, the Blue Jay universe. Mm-hmm. This year they have had no pixie dust, and the Boston Red Sox bought it at Costco Bought a whole chunk, and they've been just, like, splurging it everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Pixie dust for everybody. Mm-hmm. Boston's run has had been incredible. Um, and he was saying there's no pixie dust going on right now for the Blue Jays. And it got me thinking about a lot of things. Like, what, what, what could really spawn this? Now we'll get into it. We'll get into it in the next in the next podcast. But the Peter Pan edition. Yeah, the Peter Pan edition <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah, uh, but but there has been none of that that magic that we had last year this season. We'd saw, seen flashes with it, but no real big blowouts, no eleven game run, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So we were due for this little dose of pixie dust. Yes. Now September definitely didn't have any. Right. If if we had a little bit, we were saving it for October, obviously. Yeah. But um, the, the I believe that the turn has kind of been made. Boston's run run other luck. Yep. And the Jays have picked it up. Uh, I'm happy about that. So yeah, you got swept. So oh, out of pixie dust. I know way out of pixie <laughs> dust. But I really think the Jays have found. I don't want to get into. It. I want to talk about next yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. So really quickly, I'm going to start with you, Mike. Give me some season standouts. From the Blue Jays for you, uh, I have a feeling we'll probably pick the same bunch of guys, but yeah, give me something. Um, I'm guessing, gonna guess who's number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I, I mean, honestly, I, I have a hard time arguing without being without the. I don't know what I wouldn't call him the MVP, but certainly the standout. I think has been J. A. Hop. Mm-hmm. It would be to that, and that's a standout because it's a surprise. It's not somebody I necessarily expected to be, um, you know, a top caliber pitcher in the league. Um, the starting rotation in general, I think, is a fair comment. Um, you know, I, I think I mentioned this before, and it was one that you predicted as a standout, but somebody who's really, like, gained a lot of accolades in my mind is Russ Martin. Like, I think he's had an incredible year, and I think he's shown me why he is much more valuable than any statistics will ever give him credit for and why he is paid with the elite, uh, you know, catchers in the league. I, I, like, I see it in his game. I think he, between him and Tulowitzki, they're the, they're, they're, these guys are the new core of our team, and it just took us until the going got tough to realize it. So, I mean, I could, I could go down the list with a lot of guys that have changed my opinion of them, but to me, the ones that have gone really strong have been Jay Happ, uh, Russ Martin, Troy Tulowitzki, and then Roberto Osuna out of the bullpen, but that's just no surprise. That's just greatness in the making, I think. I love yeah. it. Well, he's not on my list. I was toying with him, but absolutely agree about Martin. That guy is a backbone piece. You, you can just see there are guys who have locker room leadership, and they can bring the team up. He's one of them. So, with that being said, my picks. My first pick is obviously Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Um, just unbelievable. I mean, the stats speak for themselves. I mean, that last game, whatever, that's October. We're in September right now. Only September. Uh, so, Sanchez first. Number two is Tulo. <laughs> me. And that one's for Mike. Yeah. yeah. Tulo. Hey, absolutely. I told you. His defense, <laughs> we all know Every real Jays fan already knew about the defense from oh, last year. Yeah. Okay, that you doesn't need to be yeah. spoken about. But when he just elevates every other part of his game, it shows you 
why he's one of the big paid players. Mm-hmm. Number three, I got to go Hap. And Slash, Grilly. Just because when that guy gets fired up and oh, he's yeah. on point, it just fires me up. It gets the Such an unexpected blood surprise. Going. For too. sure. Yeah. Fix my mic for yeah, me. There you go. I there can't, go. I can't, you can't see it? You can't see it? I do that on purpose. Uh, oh, I was twitching. All right. Um, man, we didn't say it, but uh, Joe Biagini. Yeah. Oh, what a Bo, oh! Like I, I, I you look That's at like, most improved, most underrated, oh. whatever you want to call it. Can like, he win any award this year? Can he win Rookie of the Year? Um, He's going to win the NA30 award. No. I heard yeah, that. exactly. I so too, fan uh, favorite in some regards. Fan favorite, intelligent God Kawasaki. Like I don't know what he want. Like he's oh. useful. Kawasaki is exactly. what that guy is. You know? Someone else said that to me, and I, I have to agree. But you can actually use him, and he's great. But he's another little personality. That, no, I mean he's not as like electric, I guess, on the on the you know, dancing around like an idiot, like an idiot per se. But like I just I think he has. That same sort of clubhouse, probably calm, calm. No bush parties. Bush no, no bush yeah. parties. No. Um, I, I gotta say that um, I got a, I got a Joe Biagini story. If it counts for anything, uh, I was at the Tuesday game of the Baltimore series before the season ended, yeah. and um, I had bought um, a watch band off Amazon. It was just like a cheap watch band, but I wanted like a black rubber because my hands are always kind of in water. Okay. And I was clapping at the two, on two hundred level above the bullpen, and the little pin bends and breaks and my watch falls off over the barricade in the 200 straight down into the bullpen no no joke my brother's laughing his face <laughs> off all i can think of is fuck my pebble time piece is now broken i'm gonna have to buy a new one my wife's gonna kill me it's gonna cost too much money all these things my brother's laughing i'm like that's my what i a pitcher walks over and picks it up. Joe Biagini picks up my watch. <laughs> Holy shit. He looks at it. He hands it over to the security guard, and I'm waving over top of the bullpen. Yeah. Like, That's my watch. My watch. My, my, mine. He goes, okay. And he just points this way. So I run up to the usher. The usher says, anything that falls off the barricade is now pro- property of the Toronto Blue Jays, but yeah. you can go down to customer service and hope for the best. Yeah. I run down the ramp like lightning bolt fast, get to, get to the... Um, Customer service desk, I'm like, hey, my watch just fell off, da da da, 200 level in the bullpen, Joe BG grabbed it, it's here. And uh, they said, yeah, yeah, hit right here. I said, Joe BG touched my watch. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. And he went in that game and I think won the game for the for the Jays. So. Frame the watch. Yeah. I strongly believe that Joe BG got a little bit of that pixie dust from my watch. Yeah, I was about go. to say, is that where the pixie dust <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where it came from. I brought it. Yeah. I smuggled it in. <laughs> Okay, so September, boys. Any other points in September? I mean, other this podcast could have been us just crying to the microphone that the Jays failed to make the playoffs. I was wondering that when we I was really starting close. to get worried. Yeah. I was like, if this, we're going to have one last podcast. Right. How doom and gloom it's going to be compared to what we just spent months talking just about. Just crying ourselves to sleep. Unbelievable. Okay, so September? No, I you know I almost feel it feels like it's so long ago. I, it was it, it was does. a dis- it was a disappointing mo- month. It was definitely up and down for the fans and for everybody else there. It, I know that one ever say that you ever really lost confidence, but you started to see that the light at the end of the tunnel wasn't as bright as it was before. And we were lucky, I think, in a lot of ways to pull it off. But at the same time, I started to see the wheels clicking against Boston when the guys were up against the wall, and that's really what they'll be throughout the playoffs. They started to show that they are tough enough to do it. And I, I mean, there's no doubt that we have a skilled team just as good as any of the other five or six really good teams out there. It's just, do you have the to have the marbles to, mm. to, to do it. And I think they've shown it now, you know, really successfully. I'm looking forward to talking about that, like what they've actually done to right. prove that, right? So there's, there's one more hitch about September, and I really feel like there's two sides to September. The first side being 
let's get it all out now, boys. Let's yep. swing. Like, okay, listen, uh, Edwin, you want to hit 40 home runs this year. We get it. Get that out of your system. Just do it. Go. Yeah. Donaldson, you're hurt. Just get get through the season. Come on now. Uh, like, same with Bautista. You know, Bautista, September for Bautista was a really good month. Yeah. And I, I feel like with all the injury time that he's had, he's finally kind of in his midseason form right now, which is great. Um, you look at some of the pitching staff. Uh, you had the injury. To, oh shit! Sorry, guys. We had the in, injury to Benoit, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, you know, and and of course, and like, what is going on? What's going on with that mound? Is something so wrong? Because this is almost an identical injury to Cecil last year uh-huh. at an almost identical time. How crazy is that? That's a good point. I couldn't say actually. I mean, I, it's the the mound is a little bit different than some other stadiums. You know, not all stadiums uh, fill up with water and, and take it down every day. You know, like some stadiums, it's just a static mound, right? Whereas ours is like an entertainment facility, so they fill it up with water. It's like a rubber layer, and then they bring and put dirt on it every day to make it look nice, right? Every time they they, they it, do that. So I, I could I could see where it might be variable, but you would think it would be the same pressure ratings and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I think Benoit's thirty nine years old. Yeah, I think that's what happened, and he got into a fight. We got into a stupid fight. Oh. We were acting like we even talk. But any of that. We were acting like idiots there uh, for a little while. We were getting into we were we were playing into uh, into the the hands of other teams that were spoiling us. And you know, it, I it, it, I think we were. That's what was starting to really worry us too. Is that they weren't like playing like there was uh, they were playing selfishly in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. And that was and that was disconcerting. But it, like you know, all, all it takes is a little bit of winning, a little bit of confidence to bring that back. And I think that they did that relatively quickly. And I think it you know this is this team proved. At least to us, I'm sure, last year that they are mentally strong enough to to put up with pretty much anything that comes their way, and whether they win or lose, that's a different story. But they can handle it; they can handle the pressure, which is something that a lot of teams can't necessarily do. Um, so, you know, I, I think it was really good. I think I think it was all positive in the end, even though. Like those struggles may not, we may not have played this as well now if we hadn't gone through that adversity to have to really earn this because it seemed like we needed a kick in the ass because, you know, these guys were uh, starting to pack it in mentally. I, you know, I was a little surprised about it, but at the same time, I think the right guys had got going at the right time and the and the leaders really stepped up. So, I think that's a great point. Um, can we talk about the, the brawl for a second? Like, yeah. how, how weird was that brawl? It was bullshit. Was I was frustrated it was with it, and I and then when he got injured, it was just like. Yep, that yeah. that's what's happening right now with this month is this kind of shit. That frustration level. And have, and I was thinking in my head too, like you know, you're professionals. Have you never played a team trying to break up your season, get under your skin? Like you have to be mentally yeah. tough. Yeah. I do agree, this team is mentally tough. We're obviously in the playoffs, and, right? But they were going to talk they about were weak there. For there a while. were weak moments, and that's what started to scare me and put me in panic mode going into that Boston series. Yeah, yeah. same. I couldn't agree more. Oh, it was uh, heartbreaking, but. I think, Mike, you're right. Like, it's really going to build some character. It's really going to help the boys out. This was a work out. year. This it was. Really it was, you know, point, like you yeah. said, with that pixie dust last year, the boys were on cloud nine, celebration every day. It was could do no wrong. Exactly. This was, okay, we're professionals. We've got to get over this hill. Let's do it together as a team. And luckily they did. Let's do this, boys. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a nut up or shut up. Like he yeah, said, pretty much. they yeah. had to work that adversity. They had to earn the playoffs this year. We were kind of. Not not given it last year, but we were just so good. We were all ready for it. Come right. September, it's playoff time. time already. To go. This time, time to go. was like, okay, buckle down. All right. Uh, really quickly, uh, on the end of September, Cleveland finished their season 94-67, Boston 93-69, mm-hmm. and Texas, who we ended up meeting. <laughs> Texas is my favorite club. They're my, 95 know, and 67. There are... 
They make me feel good about myself, Texas. I can't wait to talk about that. Okay. I can't wait to talk so, okay. <laughs> so, really, okay, the last point, and then we'll end this. This yes. is. We're uh, we're only. You want to do? Well, you want to do wild card? No, two well, as well. We could. Let's do wild card in, in the playoff okay, game. Okay. It is a playoff. We're yeah. doing an undefeated October. I know. So, so this is just a little teaser. Yeah. This is just this is just a tip. Get everything out. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a tip. Just a tip. Uh, okay. So with that being said, Toronto finishes the season with an identical record to the the Baltimore Orioles. They go into the wild card, and this will be in the podcast, mm-hmm. gentlemen. I'll see you shortly. I wonder what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs>